Chat Pod. December. Did we do a podcast in December already? Yes. Because oh. today's the 9th. Oh, we did it one in the days second. Seven days ago would have been in the yeah, second. Yeah. Well, but, happy December. That's right. It's the holiday season. The holiday season. That's the politically you will. correct way of saying Christmas nowadays. Happy Hanukkah, everyone. Yes. Brando, Warren, Scotty. As usual, here to chat about the world of wrestling. Wrestling. Mainly the WWE. With sprinkled in tidbits of other things. Yep. Good. How was your week, boys? Fan doodlyastic. <clears throat> there wasn't even a T in there. Nah, I'll go with it. <laughs> I did nothing, so I don't know if we even want to talk about our past week or if we should just get right into the news. Uh, I went uh, to my buddy's ex-girlfriend's house and picked up all my stuff. Oh, that's... Is there a story from this? Is there a good story behind this story? No, it's just an evening doused in awkwardness. <laughs> Sounds like it. What stuff did you get? Well, back? I was trying to make all wise cracks and stuff, and she was having not having none of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, it yeah. Could go either way, though. I mean, sometimes the humor is what you need in those situations. Absolutely. Sometimes it makes it even worse. Well, it was really weird because so she's kind of a little frosty, and then there's a the brother that I've always been good friends with, and I was like, well, I don't really know if I'm going to be friends with you ever again. I'll probably never see you again. Right. Then there's the mom who's kind of take it or leave it, but then the dad's like, oh, come into the garage for a beer. <laughs> and I was like, you might be the last person. Like That might be the worst part is you wanting to have a beer with me. I'm yeah. going to go home. I'm going to feel bad about this now. Uh, yeah, I had to get my swim trunks and my baseball glove. Two so, essential needs for any person. What, what a missile, like two miscellaneous items. Got a hot tub in a field. So this is the real deal this time because they've broken up before. Haven't I've gotten they? my swim trunks before. That's so. okay. Yeah. All right, so that's not the line. No, if we're going based on history. All right, well there you go. That's what I did this weekend. Brando picked up swim shorts. Maybe next time uh, you guys buddies. bring a little something to the table. <laughs> I watched ROH Final Battle live. Okay, how it was, was it? Really good. Did your feed cut out? Because I heard that was an issue. Nope, I had a good feed. Good. Which was like. When the worst is when like you're on social media and you hear other people are having a bad time and you don't want to like tweet at them and be like, "Shut up, it's working fine for me." But at the same time, you're like, "Oh, someone's not enjoying their experience." So, but overall, good card. Uh, you can really tell that ROH is now without having a lot of their top guys anymore, and like them trying to lock down their own talent, them putting the world title on Adam Cole again. I'm like, "Huh?" So he's gonna be the guy to carry you in the new year. Yeah, interesting because hmm. he's done it in the past, but. They obviously see more money or more future plans with him than they do Jay Briscoe. Right. Who's an older guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say on his way out, but probably Getting winding there. down in the next like couple of years. Yeah. Uh, have you been keeping up with uh, Lucha Underground at all? I have been watching my Lucha Underground. How is it so far? I'm still enjoying it. Yeah. Lots of cool characters. Uh, it's cool seeing guys that you've seen elsewhere, like Prince Puma's Ricochet. Yeah, uh, Johnny Mundo, he's Chris great. Morrison. I love that. Yeah, just, guy. there's some great. As long as you like lucha style wrestling, I think you're set. Yeah, exactly. Like the talent doesn't get better than this. The commentary is great. If you go into it expecting it to be WWE, like like the WWE, it's that you're not going to enjoy it. No, if, but if you're going in looking yeah. for an alternative, it's a great alternative. Oh, it's the bomb! And my god, their vignettes, like their backstage shit, the production on that stuff is ridiculous. Yeah. And like it's obviously kind of low budget greediness. Right. But with the film tricks, like the cinematography yeah. on this is just great. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I'm I'm still only on like episode three, I think. So I'm behind. I but think there's, I think six is coming out this week. Yeah, that so. seems right. You're, you're, 
you're staying up on it. Yeah. You're not super. I'm enjoying behind. it. And I usually, well, not usually. I shouldn't say usually, but I don't tend to branch out more than the WWE and maybe TNA here and there. Uh, more than me. I'm really liking this this Lucha Underground. It's it's good. It's different. On the topic of episodic TV watching, I am watching Game of Thrones. Just started. How's From that? the very beginning. I've never. Have you watched it, Scotty? I have season one sitting on my coffee table, and it's been there for about two months. That mm. one of my friends let me. Uh, eventually, I just don't have an hour to dedicate to something I don't know if I care about. Yeah. Are you liking it, Brando? Uh, I am. I'm liking it a lot more than I thought. That's not really my cup of tea. Yeah. I'm more of a space sci-fi mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, I'm more of a space guy too. Yeah. No, it's pretty good. There's a lot of the first couple episodes. There's a lot of pausing and being like, "What are all these people's names? Right. Who's related to who?" Yeah, see, like, uh, there's a whole lot of that. Um, there's a lot of boobs. Apparently, there is a lot of boobs, and there's uh, like, just there's just naked ladies walking around on that show. There are like 14 year old kids who are in power to make decisions way out of their league. <laughs> it is uh, it flies. is a, it is an improperly run uh, Seven Kingdoms. Good. Kingdom, seven. Kingdom of Seven. <laughs> well, George Martin sounds like you're really fucking it up on this one. I don't know what that means. George Martin's the guy who wrote the of Game of Thrones books that are still coming out. Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Yeah, the dink. It's so funny because I've seen Peter Dinklage in so many things that I haven't really cared about him in. Right. I kind like of forgot that this was the thing that like everyone got on board with Peter Dinklage. Like his, All right. And I'm watching out. him in this, and I was like, this is great. This should have been the only thing he ever did, and what he would have been a legend. Even? He's in that X-Men movie. Yeah, he's Trask in X-Men. He was a voice in Destiny. Oh, yeah, where he sounds really uninterested. He sounds really uninterested in everything he does. It's true. It's but just, it's kind of funny in the role he's the in. The Dinklage effect. Yeah. You guys talked about it on uh, your other podcast, the Men of Tank podcast. Uh, Yeah, well, that was before I had started listening. Right. But uh, Watching, you mean? Uh, Yes, watching. Do you think that it's just because he is a little person? Could any little person do that? Uh, and be as good. Yeah, you need a little person for that role. Okay. But if you're is he like asking the king me, of the dwarfs or something, like is that a thing? He no, he's like the third brother, like the third sibling, whereas the other two siblings are very like gorgeous and well off and everything, and he's kind of the black sheep who he became got, very funny. He got the short end he of the got stick. The short end of the stick. Aha! There's a little joke there for you. JR liked it. That's yeah. all that matters. Yes. Okay, we've talked about television shows. We've branched from video games. I don't want to say that I went out there and just pulled that <laughs> segment out of the ass, but... Uh, slow week for us and a really slow week for news. There's not really much to talk about. Uh, well, there's one thing to talk about Let's that just... <laughs> we could probably spend an awful lot of time on. It was a joke. I was kidding, because there's a lot of news. <laughs> Let's get into it. Uh, okay, where do you want the me to news. start? Do you want me to start at the bottom of this random list I just go put together or the top? Least interesting the, to most interesting. Yeah. Okay, so like go that goes against everything I've learned in news class. Crescendo with me. No, what do you mean? You gotta build to the peak. No, you lead with your top story. That's true, I guess. But we're gonna we're gonna lead with the bottom story. Most people know what we're talking about at this point, I think. Because so. if there are people who came on here just to hear us <laughs> talk about this, we're gonna get those listeners for as long <laughs> as possible. We'll do that at the end of the show. <laughs> sure. Case. News at the end. Uh okay. Uh, Batista is in the next Bond movie. That's huge for him. Yeah. Like, and there was rumors a couple months ago that he might get it, and now that it's been made official, it's like, wow. Like, that really, really puts him on the map. And I don't know a lot about his role, but he seems like the bodyguard to the actual bad guy. Yeah, he's going to be, like, the main henchman, I think. Right. 
Still though, half dungeon boss. If he's still will. gonna get a shit ton of screen time. Yeah, and he'll probably oh, yeah, fight no, Bond. Absolutely. I never. I didn't expect him to be the main villain. This is a. This is a great role for him. The new Bond name is kind of lame for the movie Spectre. That that has history in the Bond franchise. Oh, because it's like Spectre agent or Ghost agent, something like that. I've only ever seen one James Bond movie, Casino Royale. That's the only one I've ever seen. You know what? Some would argue that's the only one you needed to see. Good. Some of the old ones are cool. Yeah, there are actually some really good Bond movies. Uh, Does he ever come back to WWE at this point? Not now. Now I don't see why you would. I love the fact that his Twitter description just says WWE jobber because he came back, put people over, and then got the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, People still hate Rumble. him for it. He won the Rumble. He did something, yeah. right? It's good. Okay, that's Batista's life. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Heath Slater and the yes. trouble he's in. He uh, apparently is has uh, got a misdemeanor assault charge from an incident that happened after WrestleMania 27. At an after party. That was a really long time ago. I don't know about that one necessarily. That's barely news. I mean, like, <laughs> I gotta believe barely. that kind of stuff happens all the time. My reaction is just like, all like, right. I, it's, why now? Why do you wait four years to bring this stuff? Four and a half years to bring this stuff up, and especially now with like, like Bill Cosby's in the news for this kind of thing here in Canada. Gian Gomeshi, if you don't know who that is, Google search, you'll find it's the same thing as Cosby essentially. I don't know. It's it's with almost too convenient. Too convenient that this comes out. Too convenient. Well, why he Slater? Like, of all well, the guys, that's the thing. Like, of all the guys to go random, after. Yeah. Well, I don't doubt that this might have happened. I, I don't know. I don't think it did because yeah. they they've. Warren's like, no, you don't talk shit. Slater would never that's do. That's not at all. I'm no. saying, but it's. I just can't see Slater really doing that. He said that. Well, I don't know the guy, so maybe he could do it. But he's just said that he's been proven innocent. He's got witnesses that this never happened. He's got an alibi. It just it's. Obviously, we'll find out what happens, but I don't know. I, I just feel like this it's one's a little usually a whole lot of gray news. area around this. Yeah, like what was this assault? Did you shoulder by a person? Right. Or did you? And they are overselling this exactly to the extreme to try and get money, which is more than. Likely. I mean, I've arguably assaulted you, Warren. In fact, True. there is nothing arguable about it. <laughs> you have, in fact, <laughs> assaulted me. Yeah, I'd like to know what level of assault this is on, because like it doesn't say like. Like like Brandon said, like did he push him? Like was that a party? Hey, ball up, one push, yeah. or did Slater knock him out? Right? Or well, it was get... a girl. Oh, it's a girl who he uh, allegedly had like choked and lift off the ground or something. Like put her up, pinned her up against the, party, the wall. Scotty. Oh, Jesus! Like yeah, I thought it was a dude. No, no. Uh, oh. Anyways, well, we'll find out. I'm sure more will come out about this, or maybe it won't. Maybe it'll just go away because it's not the truth. We'll see. Go. Uh, Only time will tell. On related note, tell me everything you know about Teddy Hart. Yeah, same sort of deal with Teddy Hart. Uh, on November 24th, a couple of weeks ago now, he was uh, there's an, a warrant issued for his arrest uh, facing a count of sexual assault, unlawful confinement, and three counts of assault. Unlawful confinement's a weird one. <laughs> Is that does that just mean like you kept held someone with against their will? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that means you've held them for over like 12 hours hmm. or whatever, and they weren't allowed to leave, or you locked someone somewhere. Uh, the charges stem from alleged incidents that took place in Sherwood Park. Oh, our, our little Brando and home of Warren and Brando hometown. Uh, this one, I mean, I don't know if there's that if they're if they're issuing a warrant for him. Obviously, there's some. Evidence Grounds or, for yeah, this? Yeah, this one might be a little bit more legit 
Um, but again, innocent until proven guilty. So I'm not going to you know play the judgment game at this point. But Judge Warren, I'd pay to see that. It's it's not a good not a good time to be anyone. Teddy Hart. No, yeah. <laughs> you know who it? Well, it's a good time to be someone. Well, if that's the next item no, on your news. No, it really wasn't. So we'll go uh, CM Punk uh, <laughs> went to the UFC. Uh, yeah, so they just the kind of popped up out of nowhere. They were doing a UFC card Saturday night. In between fights, Joe Rogan's at ringside, and they pan over, and there's CM Punk in a full suit when Joe Rogan just says, so you've decided to join the UFC, and everyone just fucking lost it. Now, the right internet out of blew nowhere. up. Uh, what do you guys think about this? What do you think this was spur of the moment? Had they been planning this? For I think a long this was time? planned. I think this was planned before Cole Cabana's podcast. I think it was convenient. I'll say that. I think CM Punk is exactly the kind of guy that would have he would have been like, "Hey, how am I going to go about this? How am I going to mm-hmm. market myself? How am I going to too convenient?" Right? Yeah, because like if you think about it, he's been hot. What he's done something the past three weeks in a row now. Where he's constantly being talked about online or yeah. amongst wrestling fans. Because it's like, okay, Colt Cabana podcast week one. He right. comes out, breaks the silence. Week two, fa- answers remaining questions or whatever. And then like the weekend, signs with UFC and you're just like, whoa. Yeah. Like this seems like Punk had a plan almost to like, okay, I'm going to lay low, keep make people want CM Punk. It's the same thing with like. Once he signed a pro wrestling tease, just shattered the yeah. the record on how many shirts sold in like twenty four mm-hmm. hours. Um, I think it, obviously we didn't know about the Steve Austin podcast until the week before, but they might have had that plan for a month. And if Punk caught wind of that, he planned it out perfectly. Air your grievances the week before or the week of, I guess. It, well, technically the week before, and give them enough time that Vince can decide whether he's going to respond to your comments or not and then you know play accordingly to what he says and obviously they Vince apologized quote unquote even though Punk didn't buy it at all uh and yeah I think I think totally this was pre-planned I don't know how much Dana like whether they actually had he had planned it out with Dana or whether it was just kind of in talks and then when he broke the internet with this podcast, maybe Dana was like, holy shit, maybe I should sign this guy right away. I think that happens way too quick. Uh, yeah. I think the I think the uh, amount glad- of work that goes into signing a professional contract, Yeah, I don't think there was enough time there. For- and the figures and whatnot, because yeah. it's the same thing when I was like, oh, is he going to fight a guy who has like a 0-0 record two and like another mm-hmm. up-and-comer? And they're like, no, we see value in him for the amount we're going to pay him like for a fight. We're going to try to get a buy rate out of him, so he's going to fight someone notable or a veteran kind yeah. of thing. Regardless of that person's on their way out or whatnot, uh, only time will tell kind of thing. But I'm glad that Dana White sees value in Punk in, like, the dollar. And totally. like, he understands he's a draw and will, even if it's, like, a one a one-time thing, let's say Punk Worst case scenario, Punk gets just knocked out in like the first well, forty five seconds. Depends. Is that the worst case scenario? I guess it de- if you're a CM Punk fan. That's if you, the yeah, worst if you're a CM scenario. Punk fan and you want to see him go and do well in this new venture, it's like, ooh, okay, maybe, maybe you, you can't mix martial arts. Yeah, right? there's a there's a lot of intrigue in mm-hmm. both sides. Because I texted you guys, I was like, I don't know how I want this to end. 
yeah. that it would be the most interesting. Mm-hmm. And right up there on top of the list is CM Punk goes in and just gets stomped. Right. And then doesn't really know what to do with himself because he's kind of dedicated this time to being a mixed martial artist for a while. But if I'm Dana White, that doesn't affect me at all because no, no, people are going to buy not. that card yeah. and they will watch it regardless exactly. of what happens. And even if he gets his ass kicked and loses and decides to come back and do another one, they're going to watch that one too. Right. So I get that standpoint and I do have a couple friends that are MMA fighters that are just livid Stomping. about this oh, because like... it's the whole he's never fought. He's not doesn't really have much of a background. I mean, he's got some jujitsu and yeah. tempo and that kind of stuff. He's done like hoist crazy. He's gone to the hoist crazy camps like the, couple years YouTube in a row. Videos. The whole and... you you have to earn your right into the UFC. And I get that. Yeah. Side oh yeah. He should have to fight. I in get like... that. No, he shouldn't though. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's not I... what I'm saying. I get that side of yeah. the argument, but at the end of the day, it's a business. Mm. And you need to, especially now that the UFC, it's not a card a month anymore like it used to be. They're pumping out one, every maybe two, two every weekend. In every goddamn country. So it, you have to make those fights mean that much more. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise it just becomes a whole bunch of interchangeable fights yeah, that nobody cares about. Yeah, you watered down. You have to feel about these things. And Punk's a guy that brings in a different audience and can bring in an audience that maybe hasn't watched... UFC in a long time because there's just too much of it now. I will watch CM Punk and that will be the first UFC match I've watched in a very long time. Me too. I don't think I've watched one since Lesnar left. So. Uh, well, I haven't watched one live and I watched since Anderson Silva's belt run probably. Yeah. Yeah, my, the last UFC fight I saw was when Weidman won the rematch with Silva. And Scotty, you you will be watching this yeah. this first fight. So there you go. They got all three of us yep. with just this. So Yeah, I, I, I normally don't give a shit about UFC. Like, if I'm at a bar or I'm having dinner or whatever, and it's on, I'm like, oh, who's fighting? I don't know who either of these guys are. I'm like, okay. Or maybe I learn a guy's name through it or whatnot. Yeah. The worst is, like, Bellator. I, I see, like, the Bellator's matchups, and I'm like, wait, I knew when these guys were, like, hot in UFC, like, six or seven years ago. But that's the other side of it, too, is that I think— because Bellator did that fight with Bonner and Tito Ortiz a month, yeah. maybe two months ago. I heard that was a good And it did rate. crazy numbers. Yeah. Because they built it up. They, I don't want to say it was like wrestling, but there was kind of vignettes back and forth where they were hamming it up and they sold that fight. And I, I think, think Dana has finally realized ever. that there is some value to that, that you don't have to do just go out there and fight, where if you can build it up and have two guys hate each other or yeah. have sort of storylines, quote-unquote, behind a fight that people will be that much more invested. And I think that's a big thing with Punk is that, I mean, he's not going to go out there and cut a promo on a guy because that's just too much like WWE, and I yeah. don't think he would do that. But he's going to be entertaining Funny how in many, those like, interviews. UFC guys have cut promos on Punk, though, whether it's on social media or, like, a oh, Vine. Yeah. And you're just like, shit. Yeah. Like, it's the same thing when you're, like, your mixed martial art friends who are just like, fuck this, right? And, like... Punk should, if you look at like how sports work, you should fight in the minors first. But because Dana White and other like UFC executives see him as a a draw rate, he's obviously going to fight on a top of the card kind of thing. Yeah. He may not main event; he'll be co-main event Definitely. for like under a title fight or something like that. Yeah, where it's like, but the zero zero record used to be forever ago in UFC. Those guys would fight in like the prelims, or they'd fight after the big fight. Kind of thing because they'd be like, okay, there's time on pay per view, just go. Right. So, I don't know. It's it's a weird thing because I want to say he should he should fight in the lower card to start, but he'll probably fight in the top three build fights of a night. Yeah, 
His yeah. first one for sure, I think, will be a, a totally. big deal. But the thing that Dana came out and said is this is not going to be a Brock Lesnar situation where they, they he, mm-hmm. and he used the term throwing the kitchen sink at him, where they give him a bunch of big guys and then they give him a championship match. In his third fight. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They said, we're going to start this him out against like yeah. zero, zero, one, zero guys. And I don't think that's that's him necessarily saying that we shouldn't have done that with Brock because Brock is a completely different breed. Yeah. He had the collegiate background in wrestling and the guy's an absolute beast yeah. athletically. Yeah. He's an animal. So, I mean, yeah, he lost his first fight and still got a title fight two fights later. Mm-hmm. But you can't compare Brock Lesnar and CM Punk. It's just, it's, no. you, it's not even in the same They're two completely different breeds, yeah. and right? Brock Lesnar, you heard when he was going to UFC, there was all, he was like, oh, I'm going to go in there and I'm here to kick everyone's ass. And you can tell the way CM Punk is talking, where he's like, hey, I might get my ass kicked the first fight. I'm going to go in there and, and, and do take it one fight at a time, see what happens. Like, he's not nearly the ego Brock Lesnar no. was going into the UFC. Yep, yep. Uh, as for who... They give him it'd probably be kind of a maybe Power Rangers guy. older guy. No, that's not. That'll never. Happen. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen either. Ever. I hate that rumor. It bothered me when I read it. Um, it's been around forever. It's been around since like Punk oh, left, know. like in September. Yeah, or before then even. But I think you give him maybe. I don't know a guy on his way out. You haven't heard about this? I just, did Scotty just say Punk left in September? No, I think that's when I first, sorry, when Punk first left or the rumor broke out in September. Sorry, I didn't phrase that very well. I see. I was like. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, well, Punk's been gone. right after Mania. (laughs) No, shh. I was still hoping Punk would come back. Uh, But yeah, give him a guy a little older, maybe, on his way out, maybe hasn't won a fight in a while, then that way there's something to gain from both sides, too. Yeah, give him a jobber. Sure. Go out on your back. Absolutely. For your last fight. Uh, (laughs) Interesting, though. Put the kid over. Give him the rub. This is this is big news. Yeah, and uh, last, did you guys want to touch on the second half of this podcast? Second part two of CM Punk's podcast. Sure. Yeah, there was. There I didn't hear it. A so. lot of it. Uh, it was more just. I don't know. He was he was calmer in this one, I guess, yeah. just because he got everything off his chest, and probably knew that this UFC thing was going to be happening. So. It, I don't know. Do you have anything specifically you want to talk from that podcast? No, it, it really seems like Punk was calmer. It really felt like uh, the first one was like, okay, there's a bomb here, and it, it's being diffused. Yeah. Throughout that two hours, it was being diffused, right? Times it felt like it might blow up, and other times you were like, oh, this is really intense. Mm-hmm. This week felt like you were just, it was just Punk doing a podcast with Colt. Yeah. With questions still yeah. about some stuff. But in a way joking tone, or very tongue-in-cheek at times. Yep. Um, I thought it was good. The only major thing, I guess, is that he did, Punk did, because Vince apologized, said that it was a miscommunication about the, him getting his, his severance FedEx papers on, on the wedding, wedding day. day. But uh, Punk said that on the letter itself that it was dated two days before when Triple H had been talking to him. And he says that's such a Vince thing to do. And I... Obviously, again, don't know Vince, never met Vince, never talked to Vince in my life. But based on stories that I have heard, it wouldn't surprise me that that's something that he would do. Give him a little parting shot, yeah. At the same time, maybe Vince is totally honest and said when he says that it was a miscommunication in that maybe Triple H just did it and was like, fuck you, buddy. You're fired on your wedding day. But I feel like (laughs) when people go like punk versus Vince and just like really think it's more like punk versus Hunter, like in terms of like the corporate yeah. beast and who was actually starting to control the show more. And then it was like, like Punk said on the first podcast, it was like, 
okay, fuck, Triple H said no to this, I'm going to Vince about it, or I'm mad at Hunter, Vince is the only one who was allowed to talk to me on issues or things regarding I mean, CM Punk's grievances have, for a very long time, been way more directed at Vince McMahon than Triple H. Yeah. Like, I've heard way more. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, Vince does have the final say on everything. It's his company. Yeah. But Triple H has been given a lot more and more over the past year, two years. So, Uh, yeah. Lastly, uh, for news, uh, we have uh, where'd it go? Uh, Jimmy Del Rey passes away Mm. at uh, 52, which is really young. Uh, Single vehicle accident in Tampa, Florida. That's too bad. Yeah, he it was uh, one heart of one, one half of the heavenly bodies. That's all yes. I know about him. I never saw him wrestle once. Yeah, me neither. I wasn't really too. Fr- I kind of remembered the name once I looked into it and dug a little bit, but uh, yeah, obviously a big loss to the wrestling world. And again, just sad when it's that young too. So much life ahead of him. But anyways, all uh, right, that's that. That's the news. The news to the main event of the evening. Yes. Let's talk about uh, the Slammies. The 2014 the Slammies. The Slammies. Starts off with... We should have done picks on these. We should have. But... I voted. Did you guys vote? On I voted on a couple I voted categories. on, I think, based on what I gathered on what I saw, I voted on a certain amount of categories that then more were added yeah, leading the, up that I was really like, sloppy. well, I didn't... Because I never saw no match of the year Yeah, I didn't I vote voting. on match of the year. <laughs> yeah. I voted on, like, stupid shit, like, couple of the year and... Hashtag of the year. Hashtag of the year and break. Uh, the only like important one I think I voted on was like breakout star of the year. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll find out what happened. They were uh, they were at the Bon Secours Wellness Arena in Greenville, South Carolina. For those of you who are wondering, great name. Starts with Jerry the King Lawler, who introduces the Slammy Awards guest host Seth Green, who I completely forgot was even a part of this until he announced him. Did an admirable job this evening. He I would was say. all right no. actually, and I kind of knew he would be. Of Grumpy Cat, Larry the Cable Guy, and Seth Green, and the Today Show people of all the recent ones. Yeah. Seth Green is by far the most enjoyable oh, yeah. to have for three I think, hours. Uh, and I'm the farthest thing from a Larry the Cable Guy fan, but I stand by my statement that if Larry the Cable Guy had been given something better to do, he is right in the ballpark of the kind of guy you want right. being yeah, involved like, in Yeah, like when he was interacting with like Kane with a hot dog and whatnot, no. that was good. They should add more of that and less of him coming out on just like the stage ramp and just... Uh, Miz and Miz Dow come out, interrupt uh, Seth. Miz says he needs an A-lister in his movies. Seth says he sees one in Miz Dow. They introduce the nominees in the This Is Awesome Moment of the Year category, which uh, Sting's debut at Survivor Series wins. All right. you. So you were there. I was having a hell of a hard time figuring out when we were saying what we picked. Yeah. What? Things were in what category? It was, I was interchangeable. The, like, what, like I couldn't remember if this was in the because what was this one called? The, the this, this is, is awesome. awesome. So yeah. I couldn't remember if this was in the this is awesome or the OMG, OMG. which I I think I had a few in yeah. that category. That, oh, and the bat, I think there was a backstabbing one, backstab of the year, turn of the year that I was also Something getting like mixed up in all those. And yeah, I'm, yeah, they were. It was it, yeah. It was dumb. They need um, fewer awards and they need to be like more aptly named. Like yeah. Uh, like, Superstar of the year, yes. like just to the point, diva of the year, which yeah. they had those, but like you get into the hashtag of the year, and right? The, and it would be one thing if it was just like two were kind of similar, but there was three or four instances where two were similar. Yeah. 
Exactly. Like, well, why the fuck is there? Like, OMG and This Is Awesome are, like, so similar. Yeah. And, like, depending on who you ask, different ones were in different categories. And then there was the lol moment, which we thought might also be the tell me he didn't just say that yeah. moment. Oh, is that? Yeah, I guess, like, And I was getting that, that mixed did. up with the return of the year with The Rock, and I was all like, what the fuck is yeah. going on? It was, it was sloppy. Yeah. It was a good word. Who's running the slammies? First match of the night, Seth Rollins taking on Dolph Ziggler. Great way to start the night, in mm-hmm. my opinion. This was a really good match. Probably the best match of the evening. Yeah, I'd say so. Definitely wasn't the main event. <laughs> tell you that right now. No. Okay, let's just get into that now. Because, like, they advertised the whole fucking show. Even yeah. maybe before the show. Big Show versus John Cena. And I was like, okay, but what's the main event? And then after the, like, there was no opening segment where it's, like, all in the ring of, like, an authority or the GM for the night. I was like, shit, they're really hoping to get a, like, a, the 9 p.m. draw off Cena versus Big Show. I said to Warren at about the end of the first hour when that popped up, I was like, is this the main event? And you're like, yep. <laughs> like, Fuck. Oh, good. Rough yeah. skis. Uh, Seth Rollins picks up the win here. It's the curb stomp, which Ziggler sells magnificently. Off the distraction as usual. Mercury and Noble. Yeah. And there you go. Uh, actually, you brought up the GM thing. I want to talk about that. I'm glad that it was a one-off for the anonymous GM because I kind of figured that it, they were just going to run with that until they found something, something else. I'm glad that it's all one-offs. They may still. Who knows? They might come back next week and be like, yep, this G, anonymous GM is yeah. still well, here. They're, they're SmackDown still... had Santino as the guest. And GM. past SmackDown? Yeah. Oh, really? And I didn't know that. Chris Jericho is doing Raw next week. so Maybe he's the GM. No, he is the he GM. Is yeah. running Raw. Really? Next yeah. week, they, they was that on uh, the show? Yeah, no, that was that, on. I don't think it was it on Raw. Yeah, like, I knew they advertised the him for Raw mark, that he think, would be there. Right. They didn't say that he was the in he charge though. Michael Cole on commentary Did was he? like, "Yeah, he's running the show All next right. week." Either way, I've seen it since then that he is. Good. So yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, yeah. So it looks like they are still doing the uh, give everyone a turn kind of thing. Yeah. Things. Okay. But at least it's not the anonymous one. Uh, after the match, Rollins uh, walks up to the ramp and takes Sting's award because Sting was not there. Kofi Kingston is taking on uh, Stardust. A new day is Kofi Kingston. That's right. Comes out with Xavier and Big E. Uh, I- I'm still indifferent on these guys. Uh, me too. Don't hate them. Don't love them. But I do really, really, really like how they get in the ring when Big E, when there's a did do it for the new day. Yeah, I ain't going to do it. And then he does his little, ah, that makes me laugh. Just Biggie. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but Biggie he always me made us laugh. Yeah. I'm uh, a big fan of him. So I guess if you guys were ready for a new day at the same time, I was indifferent. It is now you guys are indifferent to a new day at the same time. I am ready for them to be done. Yeah. Yeah. So one step behind you yeah. on this. I'm leading the hate train. I think Stardust is really good in this match. Versus Kofi. Yeah. It was Stardust's like heel persona moveset is getting really aggressive in Well, the that's ring. the thing, is that it isn't a fresh matchup, but it is because Cody is working almost completely different than how yeah, Cody he was when he was Cody. Completely different nowadays. Uh Kofi Kingston picks up the win here. Uh with a, <laughs> a cross body off the top rope. He got like Riveting thirty finish. seconds of offense and then won the match. Yeah. Um They're not doing yeah. these guys any favors. Like, yeah, I'm like Vic's like so Kofi Kingston's going to win this match, and I'm like, he should if they're going to push a new day properly. And then she's like, looks like he's just getting the shit kicked out of him, or just like he's yeah. getting worked. We'll see. This is apparently a pay per view match. It's a pre-show match. Pre-show pay per view match. 
You can so. instead get your popcorn ready. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, we get a surprise return from the ex-vice president of talent relations. Oh, Lillian botched his fucking... Yeah, she did <laughs> have a little... <laughs> moment. You did that a couple times <laughs> in the show. I don't know. I don't think that one's in there. I don't even have sound effects. <laughs> uh, John Laurinaitis comes back with his... People power! Cigarette-laced oh, voiced. I missed almost all of his tyrannical yeah, reign. You, you didn't miss much, though. <laughs> it was horrible. Every week he'd come out there and stutter and not be able to put a sentence together. It was just awkward. I miss Mark, Mike Adamley? Mark? That Adamley? was really short. Oh, okay. Because he did the whole Jeff Harvey thing and was pretty much done within weeks. I remember... <laughs> Wait, Jeff Harvey. I remember hearing about that outside of the sphere of wrestling just because I was a big American Gladiators yeah. fan. And I was like, oh, my two loves coming together. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, uh, and then he was gone before I ever got back yeah. into wrestling. Again, didn't miss much. He was not... Uh, not the Mike Adamley of old when he was in the WWE. Jeff Harvey. Uh, John Laurinaitis comes out to present the Slammy Award for Surprise Return of the Year, which uh, I don't remember. The Rock was in there. Sting was in there. No, Sting yeah. was only in one. That's right. Sting, Sting wasn't, in wasn't in return. Oh, I guess he wouldn't be a return. He didn't return. Our biggest problem with this was that only the Rocks was the only one that was a surprise. It was Batista. Yeah, everything else was announced. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Batista was one. Uh, one of them was barely like a, even a return. I yeah. can't remember what they were. Anyways, yeah. they, they gave it to Ultimate Warrior, which I, I yeah, I get that. Yeah. I think that was to. the one where I was like, that's barely a return. When I, before I saw that he was the winner, because I was like, oh, yeah. he just kind of did his, his thing. Uh, still weird to look back on that. And that, that footage is eerie. Yeah. Last when he just like, yeah. When they do this speech, weird. and like, I can't help but just be like, you said this, you came back, got inducted, said this stuff that's like very cryptic and scary in the sense of just like when a man breathes his last breath. And you're just like, okay, if you didn't die, whatever. But the fact you died like two days later really, really weirds yeah. me out. Like in terms of just like, it just gives me the willies. Yeah. Very eerie. Even now, even still. Just thinking about it. Uh, backstage, Rollins is talking to J&J Security. Paul Heyman walks up. Old Heyman's back. Made an appearance. Heyman says he expects a clean sweep of the Slammies for Brock Lesnar, who didn't win. One. one. <laughs> he won one. He didn't beat he? The Undertaker. Oh, oh yeah, he got, right. oh my God moment, right? Uh, and uh, Rollins, who he's saying this to, ended up winning like four or five Something in there? Yeah, he was involved in a whole bunch. Uh, he brings up Rollins' match with John Cena on Sunday at TLC, and Rollins says he will win when he cashes in his Money in the Bank briefcase. Neither Lesnar nor Heyman will see it coming. Heyman says Lesnar may as well be the champion for life, but that would not stop Rollins from being the future of the WWE because Cena is the one who does that. Heyman encourages Rollins to end Cena on Sunday. Brando, you had a good point while watching this about Rollins and his Money in the Bank briefcase. Yeah, yeah. As He's kind of getting the short end of the stick on this whole, like, the, the guy who holds the title hasn't yeah. been around in how long. Like, he's got a year to cash that bad boy in, and yeah. how many all of that almost has been Lesnar with the title. I know. So. And you think he'd just go up to, like, Triple H and be like, yo, Intercontinental? I mean, like, if I don't just, do like, it now, <laughs> when maybe do push, I do it? push back the amount of time I get. Like, we haven't even seen the champ for can a really you, long time. Can you book Lesnar in a match that I can at least try and cash it in on, maybe? I mean, the last time he wrestled, I tried. 
<laughs> cashed in on him yeah. and then he just disappeared. And then for... he left again. I mean, that's really the way to fight it is you become champion, be like, yeah. yo, I'll see you like after his briefcase is expired. Totally. Then we'll get going again. Yeah. But at the same point, his briefcase expires <laughs> so when a new one starts. Yeah. So. so you just quit. All right. Poor just, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is like, okay, I got like six days of the year where Lesnar will be here with the belt. You yeah. got to plan this shit accordingly. I was like, I guess he's got time to prepare, but it just seems like the element of like, oh, the guy could cash in and strike at any time is completely fucking nullified. Yeah, it is. It's a bit. Yeah. I was a stipulation ever you could do it for whatever belt you wanted and everyone's always went for the top or does I it think so. I thought it was for the two like top belts. Yeah, yeah, I guess maybe it was for whatever. I don't see why you but oh, yeah, who's yeah. going to be yeah, like exactly. I want that Intercontinental Oh, US title dog. Like yeah. yeah, that's no. Uh next we had the uh NXT Women's preview Ch- thing yeah. cuz they're doing another pay-per-view this week which is Called NXT Takeover Revolution. R, no, it's R Evolution, which is dumb. But it's spelled with Revolution, which is fucking stupid. Well, it is how you spell Revolution, but, but I don't know why you would put the R like oh say God. the R separately. Our, like our, our, our Revolution. Evolution, I not. Gotcha. I don't know. It's fucking stupid. You know what? That's probably it. I didn't even think about that, but that's totally it. It is. It's R Revolution. Yeah, but the fact that they use the letter R instead of O U R. But then it's Revolution. So 90s. I don't know. But then it's Revolution. So, yeah, it's radical. <laughs> Horrible. You know what? Backpedaling. That's a great name for pay per view. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, we get Charlotte comes out. Love her theme. How it's got. Ric Flair's theme sprinkled in the there. The remix. I think it's a little too over the head. Like, I wish it was kind of like yeah. how Fandango's new, new theme has. You can kind of like, oh, oh, every now and then, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. But still, it is cool that she's incorporating it. Uh, she was taking on Natalia. The two of these girls have had really good matches in the past, and this one uh, was pretty good as well. It was a pretty solid match. It wasn't anything substantial by any means. Uh, Charlotte dominated most of the match. Yeah. Which, I mean, obviously they want to show her off. On TV, she was really working the woos and the struts, yeah, and uh, trying to flare it up. Yeah, and I don't know if I like that either. Okay, not that much. Fun yeah. fact: they were in like a town that hates flair as well, like from like the NWA days. Yeah, because a bunch of people are on Twitter that were they're in sh- South Carolina, right? And I got really confused during this match too because I was like, "Okay, they're the- in South Carolina, and Ric Flair's from North Carolina." Yeah, yeah, from Charlotte. Yes. North Carolina, which Ooh. is the name of his daughter, yes. who's wrestling in yeah. South Carolina. <laughs> yeah. This is what um, happens when I have a few beers before the wrestling matches. <laughs> Natalia picks up the win here. Uh, she hits a roll-up after she countered the figure, figure four. Figure four, which I thought was a really cool finish, actually. And then Tyson did his usual steal the thunder. and Steal the thunder on the corner the post. He's kind of funny. Yeah, he's good. Santino Morella comes out. Which I thought was his first appearance, but apparently he GM'd SmackDown. He also had the Larry the Cable Guy thing. Oh, that's right. He was there last week. (laughs) To promote his movie. Good. (laughs) (laughs) It was an impactful (laughs) segment. (laughs) He is uh, giving the OMG shocking moment of the year, which, as we said, Brock Lesnar wins uh, for defeating The Undertaker's streak at WrestleMania. Paul Heyman comes out and accepts the award on his behalf. So I don't You said you voted for something else. Right, because I don't been... remember seeing that right. as an option. Which I had for a different event, I can't yeah. or a different category. I can't remember which one. So I don't know if they're having website issues or whether I'm just stupid and didn't see it. Right. But uh, that seems weird that I would have overlooked 
the Undertaker streak ending. Because I remember being like, oh, this is pretty much a one. Yeah. One, like, there is no chance it's not it's this. Yeah, cut. this is the shoe. But in. I didn't say what it was. I was just like, oh, yeah, this is just, this is a one pony show, this one. And, yeah. And then the very first one came out, which was one you voted for, which I think mm-hmm. was the Seth Rollins turning on. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. And you were like, oh, yeah, I voted for this one. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Weird. Well, Lesnar. Uh, yeah, that Lesnar should have won. So yeah. He did. Bray Wyatt comes out, cuts promo on Dean Ambrose, talking about his chair from last week. So glad you were explaining this. Mm-hmm. Uh, he shows a clip of uh, SmackDown when Wyatt attacked Ambrose to the point he needed to be taken out on a stretcher. They used like he used a, a chair and put it up against his neck and then hit the bottom, like the legs of the chair, on the steps. Mm. And I said to Brando, 10 years ago, you've been spitting blood. Yep, Shawn Michaels special. No, not nowadays. No. <laughs> uh, Wyatt says the end is near at TLC on Sunday. Good. Ambulance sirens goes off out of nowhere, to which I automatically... Scott Steiner! I was thinking... No, we uh, went Cesaro. Cesaro. Yeah, that would be more... I never thought of Steiner. I don't know what we were thinking, thinking Cesaro was going to be on television. Yeah, how silly of us. He's Swiss. That was one thing that Vince said in in that thing, that I just couldn't believe it. I I don't know what it is. I I don't don't know what it is with Cesaro. He can't talk, or maybe it's because he's Swiss. I don't know. I'm like, (laughs) Really? Did you really just say maybe it's because he's Swiss? Swiss. See, you need an aggressive aggressive personality to be a wrestler. You can't be so Mr. Neutral Swiss. Goddamn millennials. That was the other thing. He went on the fucking tirade (laughs) of a millennials. I love Vince McMahon. Oh, fuck. He's gold. Um, Yeah, so Ambrose emerges from the back of the ambulance. They had really cool lighting, as you brought up, Brando. They were like Casey Jones from fucking Ninja Turtles. Because I think they were going for the whole, because Ambrose has been saying all this time, it's like, oh, I can do smoke and mirrors too. So I think they were going for the whole, it opens and he emerges from all the white smoke. Uh, He brings out uh, tables, ladders, chairs, pulls the neck brace off, heads towards the ring, smashes Bray with the ladder, tosses a chair in the ring that hits Bray uh, in the head. Which didn't look comfortable. That's two weeks in a row that something like that has happened. Yeah, some With got the steps and Rowan last week. It wasn't in the ring, I guess. This was a ladder. This was a chair. Chair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he sets up a table. Bray escapes. Ambrose lays on the table. Uh, tries to get Bray to come into the ring. And Wyatt jumps on the apron. Ambrose throws another chair at him. Gets a mic. Says the only way Bray leaves oh, TLC on Sunday with that chair he threw. is in the back of an ambulance. And on Sunday, Ambrose becomes the monster. He's going to eat Bray alive. It was a pretty solid promo. Yeah, not bad. Yep. But he He's... fucking walloped him with that chair. Yeah, he Like, he was a fucking heater. He just like... Pfft. Bray could take a decent bump. And that's what I was saying about this match, is that, you know what? It This match might be all right, because... I am hyped for this on Sunday. It's You've got Stips, and both of these guys, I think, aren't afraid to take a crazy bump, especially Ambrose. Maybe not so much Wyatt, because he's a little bigger, but... Um, I don't know. I think this match will be okay as far as white matches have gone mm-hmm. over the past little bit, how they've been boring. Then this that's is probably just... the one I'm the most hyped for maybe this year for Wyatt. Yeah. In terms of like matchup with there. the variable. I was really excited for the Wyatt. The feud is getting there. Too. Yeah. That was a good one too. Before they like before it coming happened. out of it, <laughs> I wasn't very happy, but coming in, I was, I was really excited. I agree. I'm, I think this build was done well too. I think getting the chair involved yeah, was totally. a great idea. Like, Yep. And then the neck thing, like, there's a legitimate feud here, it looks like. Yeah. Seth Green introduces Jerry Lawler, who gets to do the Diva of the Year award. He well, I was like, creepy. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> and they have to get a hug from the king. I was like, real, oh, wow. Even fuck. the crowd just was like, Ugh. silence. Like, Uncle Jerry. Silence. Like, come on. Uncle Jerry. Uh, AJ wins this. 
comes out and then King like goes to hug her and she like, gives her the most awkward yeah, side hug. It's the greatest, like you type of thing. Cause she's so aware. Uh, she says she hopes one of the younger divas wins this award next year, but she's not done being queen just yet. She'll take back the Divas Championship on Sunday. She gave a very CM Punk-like slammy award speech where it was just like, and I want to thank the younger generation that's coming up, but I'm not done yet. So, I don't know. I liked a lot of the wrestlers she named. You know, that sounds a lot more like John Cena than CM Punk. CM Punk's done that a lot at press conferences and slammy stuff, hasn't he? I mean, I think there's some pretty noticeable differences between AJ Lee and CM Punk. Maybe I'm not the kind of guy that wants to chant CM Punk every time she's out there. And compare everything she does to, oh, she's the women CM She did the pipe bomb act. Yeah. She Fucking I so pipe, the word pipe bomb is being killed. It was really funny. I was watching Raw with my parents actually randomly uh, about a week ago. Uh, How'd last, that go? It was okay because they used to like wrestling a lot. And they're just like, why are they chanting for CM Punk if he quit the company? And I was like, that's his wife. And they're like, oh, isn't that a little disrespectful? And I was like, yeah. No yep. shit. Like, how does AJ feel? Like, yeah, well, fuck you guys. I'm well, doing work and you're chanting like, for him. Like, yeah. grand... I'm here putting the bacon on the table for that household. And it's not even like she's some mid-card. Like, she is the yeah. like far the and away main event or the of number the one Divas. contender generally. Yeah. And yeah, but it's just funny that like older wrestling fans who went to like Stampede Wrestling and were just like, that's that's really disrespectful. Like, because a lot of CM Punk fans are terrible. They're like, terrible what if we, at, when, because they, they're telling a story about like watching like Owen Hart's girlfriend at the time wrestle. And they were like, what if we were just like, oh, when, oh, when the whole time? I'm like, like, no, you, you try to chat for Cindy Lightning or whatever. Good old Cindy Lightning. Where are you now? Not with Renee Young, because she was with John Cena backstage. See, I told you. You just get out of Warren's <laughs> ways for the segue, and you let him work. Yeah, I, I set him up. I just bring up something random, and Warren fucking knocks him down every time. Uh, Renee asks about uh, his match with Big Show in the main event. Cena calls show the authorities puppet. Hmm. He was really ramped up and just rambling in this interview. It's a big-ass puppet. Says Imagine sticking your hand up that thing's ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh, my God. That is horrible image. Rollins can't pin him or no, I just want to see a ventriloquist dummy big show. <laughs> and how fucking big and long it would be. Okay. Can't make him tap out without big up show's Up to your help. shoulder and puppet. But he says Rollins will step up in the tables match, so he will do the same. Eric Rowan taking on Luke Harper. They kind of gave this matchup away on Raw, I feel. I thought you could have. Like, I feel like they could have built and... It didn't seem like they were interested is, in doing the Wyatt Brothers pay-per-view. Yeah. pay-per-view. Is yeah. this, this isn't happening on Sunday then as a matchup? Both guys no, are already in they're matchups. they're in separate matches. Before this oh, matchup yeah, happened. Oh, yeah, good point. <laughs> I don't... Well, who hey, paid attention guy, to the Who pro? the fuck even knows where you are right You know now, what? Right? <laughs> I need to get like a bong sound effect so that when he does things like that, then I can just be like... Because <laughs> <laughs> their product sucks right now and I have minimal interest <laughs> you in it. You have to be high to enjoy it. Yeah. Well, I no, get, then I, I keep forgetting that. like... Uh, I was just like, wait, Harper's in a matchup? I'm like, no, he's Intercontinental Champion. That happened three weeks ago because... I don't know. Yeah. So... I, I think know. I fell asleep during this Raw, so... Oh, really? I haven't fallen asleep in a Raw in, like, maybe a year now. Uh, Eric Rowan defeats Luke Harper by disqualification when Harper hits Rowan with a ladder he had set up at ringside. And then Rowan retaliates with the steel steps. And apparently he's in a step steel step match with the Big, big show. show. As of today? Big show. Or, yeah, like, that show. day? 
on Raw? I or? think they announced no, it No, this was, this was before. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was I don't this... think it was Raw before. It might have been SmackDown. Was it on or SmackDown? Or, or, yeah, or a mid, a mid, yeah. It wasn't on main Raw, event. but it was before yesterday's Raw. Okay. So. Main event or SmackDown. And they've changed the logo of the pay-per-view, so now it's the usual TLC logo, mm-hmm. but in little yellow writing, shitty fucking like paint edit, it mm-hmm. just says dot, 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 and stairs. Tables, That's letters, lame. Stairs, I don't stairs. like that. Fuck. Rolls right off the tongue. No. Naomi's backstage. The Usos walk up with their Slammy Award for best tag team. Didn't even get to get it on TV. That seems a little weak, no? It was on the app Considering pre-show. some of the ones that did. Yeah. Well, I guess they, maybe they were trying to use the TV spots for ones that like progress storylines and mm-hmm. such. But you know what, Scotty? I was going to tell you this, too. Uh, way more than the fan votes for the things, I think these might be rigged. Uh, Slammy's? Yeah. I think there was one for I sure. I think there's one yeah. that was really rigged. A lot Absolutely. of them, like when they went down, like when they're like on live, because I didn't vote. And I was just like, no, that makes sense. Like for I most could, of them. I could see them maybe giving the Warrior one just because yeah. it's, it's an easy way to pay tribute or however you yeah. want to say Plus, it. they don't have to, gi- they can give that slimy to somebody else in the next segment. True. Yeah. Because no one accepted that one. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have any shortage of. Shitty fucking plastic. A slimy? No, they're selling them on the website. Yeah, you can buy a replica. Yeah, who would put that on your desk at the office? I get buying a title belt. (laughs) Like if you're gonna display it, put it on your wall, take it to shows. But a slammy? slammy? Yeah. (laughs) The fuck. That'd be great. (laughs) It's all I ever wanted. Uh, Jimmy Uso got to speak here. That may be the very first time we've ever heard him speak. And we were talking about this, that, and we think it might have something to do with the fact that they're both on the Total Divas show. Yes. They have a very, like, it's a super real sounding yeah, delivery. Yeah, natural. Like, He's it's not... like they're talking without a camera back there. I have to say these things because yeah. the writer told me to. Yeah. No, it's he's just talking to his wife. Yeah. Which I thought was really good. Her, on the other hand, was a little... Yeah. Eh, but, I mean, who cares? Uh, he not says me. that this is the second best thing that the Slammy is the second best thing that has happened to him this year behind marrying Naomi. That's adorable. Aww. Oz. Naomi says she has heard from Mrs. Agent, and she is a secret test later this week. A secret test. I think it was screen test. Is that it? Oh, I, I did write screen <laughs> test, and yeah, I still read it. Yeah, now? It's secret. Do you want a high five for that, Scotty? Yeah. You didn't even do anything. Scotty. You, you, I corrected him. I, I should get something. Like gold star. Sully, the good name of the high five. Medal of Honor. <laughs> Jimmy says, Purple heart. if she's going to Hollywood, then he's going too. And then they walk separate ways. Oh, one nice. of them's not going to Hollywood. And somebody said, I think uh, JBL said, trouble in paradise. At which point I said, how funny would it be if Kofi Kingston just ran in there, <laughs> kicked him in the head, and then said, trouble in paradise, and then walked away. There you go. New day. Just Kofi. Just New day. Crack. No. Okay. It's a hell of a lot better than the finish in his match from earlier. Mm. Say that. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> Adam Rose comes out to present the nominees for LOL Moment of the Year. I think it's pronounced lol. Is it? Lol. I can't remember. Or is it? Is it? Yeah. Never mind. Lol. <laughs> uh, Ms. Dow wins. I didn't think that was really a surprise. No. Nope. Tries to speak, but then Ms. takes over the microphone. Um, yeah. Ms. is... Uh, Sandow is really hot. Sandow is probably the most over thing right now in terms of without... He just has to be on TV or go out there, and he's instantly like the most over person by far. I'm so excited for the the split. Not that I want it to happen 
soon because I think they can stretch it a little bit. I think it's going to be Rumble. I still think Mania. No, I, I think, think Rumble's where you, you set up for a oh, Mania Oh, you match. do the split at ICB. Miz throws yeah, Miz yeah, Dow yeah, out. Yeah. yeah, I agree. All right, Rusev comes up with Lana, who insults Jack Swagger and Zeb Coulter. And Obama. That's right. Swagger comes out, says he's going to snap Rusev's ankle. And then he throws him to the outside, locks in the Patriot lock, and almost snaps his ankle. It was pretty, pretty vicious. Yeah. It was really funny when, like, sometimes, you know, when guy, the refs get the guy and they back him away, and then they break out, or the refs oh, yeah. let him go or whatever— Jack tried to, and the ref just got him again, yeah. and I just you lost my shit laughing. You are not going anywhere, you no. son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, in Jack Swagger, like, he like tried two more steps once they had him again, and he just gave up. I was like, no. oh, man. Because no. normally it's like, oh, the ref's got him. Separate these guys. Oh, and they're at it again. With this, it was just like, nope, fucking Swagger, just no more gas in the tank. This is a pay-per-view match. F-Y-I. I kind of figured it. I figured yeah. they were setting this up again, kind of thing. Like we said, though, this is the best America versus Russia they can do with Rusev. Yeah, it's just coming back the second time around, and I know these guys can do good matches, but coming back the second time around, it's like, I think you guys are running out of stuff for Rusev to do. Yeah, that's the thing. You need more Americas. All right, Ryback and the Usos taking on the team of Kane and Miz, and Miz Dow. This was a match. Uh, was... By the definition of a match, yes, this was Seth a match. Seth Green on commentary. That too. Uh, which, yeah, I don't know. He wasn't horrible, wasn't great. Miz Dow was the highlight. Again. Is this one I fell asleep during? Yes. All right. <laughs> yes, it is. And I laughed. It was all tuckered out. Because he woke up, looked at me, and I was like, yeah, you were sleeping. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was like, oh. You didn't miss much, though. Good. Um, yeah, it was It was just Miz Dow, essentially, doing flips into the ring, taking bumps that he as he has oh, yeah, I, saw Take, I love when he takes invisible bumps. That's oh, so it's, funny. It's brilliant. Uh, Ryback and the Usos pick up the win. When Ryback plants Miz with a shell shock, uh, Seth Green, who's on comedy, commentary, comedy. tries to raise Ryback's hand but can't do it. Much. Usos lift up Green, yada yada. Chant, feed me more. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat comes out to present the award for Match of the Year. And I think I found the first person in the world who might not like Ricky the Dragon Steamboat in Warren Barris. Oh, yeah. really? I'm meh on him. I just, yeah. Eh. Like, do you think care. he's good in ring? But you don't like you don't get a huge pop when he comes out. I don't know. I just I never really thought that he was anything that special. Just another oh, really? guy for me. Yeah, he, he's in one of my favorite matches of all time, which is Macho versus yeah, WrestleMania. A lot of people's favorite match of all time. Yeah. That's my like top five. I should go yeah, back sure. and watch that. Probably. Maybe I'll give him a second chance. No, that's a great. Not match. that I did. Is, I love the match. That is literally if but. you watch all the WrestleManias mm-hmm. in order, that is the first match that I even thought was good. It was great. Yeah. And I went through, like, by today's standards, I went through the first first two WrestleManias. Yeah, I went through the first two WrestleManias just being like, what is this shit? Oh, it's the main event, but it's not very good. It was like Uh, they're just hugging each other. Like, some of the grapple contests from the first two WrestleManias or, like, the boxing fight and shit. Yeah. That's the first one where, like, it stands up by modern standards. Yeah. You can watch that match today and be like, that's, ooh. It still has great (laughs) storytelling and shit and great spots. Yep. Uh, they had a lot of really weird candidates for match of the year. Uh, yeah, it was very um, like the WWE's definition of match of the exactly. year in terms of like what was on the line and yeah. and stuff like that. Storyline, like, big moments. Wise. Yeah, as yeah. None of them was just us like looking at it as like technical Cesaro wrestling versus contest. Zane yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what 
the was Team Cena versus Team Authority at Survivor Series, which was probably ago. even though it's kind of tacky because it just happened. That was yeah, probably my favorite so out of the racist. ones. Yeah, out of the ones they listed, that was probably my number yeah, I'm one. I'm with that. Had no problem with it. Uh, AJ Lee is taking on Summer Ray. AJ wins with the Black Widow. I don't know. That's oh, wait. Really uh, Dolph came out and accepted that and had a really oh, good that's speech. Right. That's right. Uh, where he's just kind of like, this is for you, the fans who support me and stuff like that. Like, I wouldn't have gotten this, like, the Survivor Series moment hmm. if it wasn't for everyone standing by me for, like, what? The, like, Dolph Ziggler push, or not push, but, like, motion from the crowd has been going, what, two years strong for sure? Where, like, they really, like, there's a hard yeah. We Want Ziggler chant. So it's nice to see that pay off, and it's nice to, like, him to, like, break the fourth wall or acknowledge the audience kind of thing. Yep. Yep. Uh, it was good. Ned, yeah, AJ wins summary. Good. Rob Van Dam's back, guys. It's always excitable. You know what Rob Van Dam is a fan of, Scotty? Smoking pot. Oh, look at that. Look at how fast that can happen. How fast did you get that Ask noise? Did you get that ready already? No. That a- good old YouTube. Oh, you're the best. You know what else he's a fan of? Purple bow ties. That's he was right. looking sharp, actually. <laughs> was, uh, yeah, and a vest. It was purple vest, too, right? With the yellow bow tie. Yeah, Laurenitis. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Idiot. It's like his head was floating. Uh, Rob Van Dam was presenting the award for most extreme moment of the year. He threw in a couple dudes in there. It just Rob Van Dam. Cutting Mr. The Monday <laughs> Night. Rob, Rob Van. Van Dam. <laughs> yeah, monotone. Yeah. 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 I'm great. here for my money. <laughs> uh, there were some decent nominees in this one. Yeah. I voted for Chris Jericho's dive off of the cage, but I didn't think it would win. I voted for Seth Rollins. Oh, wait, I didn't vote for him. But from my coach, I just said I want Seth Rollins. It like, was the uh, evolution, evolution dive. Shield no, 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 no. It was the oh, uh, no. put him through the concrete, wasn't it? That's right. It was. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. I did not. I would not have voted for Seth Rollins yeah, in that I one then. thought might have won. But anyways, yeah, Jericho, dive off the top, uh, was the winner. I and thought we might get Jericho here. Me too, but but obviously next week. Alas, um, he did tweet or Facebook or whatever that it was ten years to or no six years to the day from when he that first he won his last Slammy. Oh really? Yeah, that's great. Which is interesting. He's still making bank, yeah. still getting those Slammies. And I think that was Superstar of the Year because I think that was when he started his whole corporate with oh, the suit yeah. and wearing he wrestling really tights. Does. And was not that when long he wrestled uh, Shawn Michaels? Yeah, nineteen. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. How many years ago would that be? That's too many. That would have been like 26, 20. It's it's after 20 for sure. What, the? 25. Shawn Michaels, Jericho one? Yeah. No, that was WrestleMania 19. No, because no, at not 20, be six he, years ago. 20, he wasn't. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. That's where the discrepancy is. Is because when I said when he oh, wrestled okay. Shawn Michaels, was that when he did the corporate thing? No. Yeah. No. He did it, but he did wrestle Shawn Michaels when he did the corporate thing as oh, well. Oh, I didn't know he wrestled yes, him that's twice. how it all started. That was the last color match Ooh. in the WWE was between those two. Cool. I bet you the 19 one was better. Yeah. Because I saw that one. Right. Okay. Fandango <laughs> uh, comes out and takes the award because, you know, he beat Jericho at, at Mania. Fuck. Like, why won't you just why, let us forget that? Why bring that up? Let it go. Uh, Mick Foley is selling some stuff, Santa Claus-like Backstage with his daughter, Noelle Foley. Yay. Good. Renee Young interviews Big Show backstage. Says he will be focused tonight. Says the fans won't forgive him for making a mistake, and he says he will take out Cena tonight and then Eric Rowan on Sunday. Thanks, show. 
Booker good to T. know what his itinerary looks like. Booker T comes back, to which, as we said, I thought he was going to be doing the tell me he didn't just say that thing, which apparently he did in the pre-show as well. So, good. <laughs> comes out to present <laughs> the award have a good for counter. superstar. Good. Tally up every time. Good. Moving on. Good. 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 <laughs> good. good. Superstar of the year. Um, you had Lesnar. You had... I don't remember. Cena? Seth Rollins was probably in there. Cena. Yeah. Ambrose was was Ambrose in there? No, because he was in oh. Breakout Star. Reigns was in there. Yeah. Reigns wins this. Yeah. Uh, this is the one where I was like, okay, this and one might be a little rigged. Because well, they had to have him there in advance. It wasn't just like Roman was backstage and they're like, yeah. by the way, you might get the slammy tonight. Well, and it's just they're trying to get him over because they're trying to push him. Yeah. Make... Uh, make Roman Reigns look strong, as CM Punk brought up in his podcast many times. That's all Vince wanted. You go out there and win the match, but you got to make Roman look strong. Uh, I don't know. Brock Lesnar ended the streak. I don't get why he doesn't win this. Yeah. I get that it's a that kayfabe pre-planned show, but I don't know. You would assume that those are the two biggest moments of the year. The fucking Undertaker thing and Cena. Like when he just killed Cena. Yeah. Instantly should have gotten Superstar of the Year based off that. I'm not even a Lesnar fan. I'm going to say Lesnar should have had this well, award. And plus you or had even John the... Cena won more like big matches yeah, or what feuds What did Reigns do? Shield versus Evolution was the only big match he yeah, really won he in the Batista. Royal Rumble. Yeah, and the Rumble. Uh, Royal Rumble outing was really impressive. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. This was dumb. Very dumb. And like... The whole internet or whatever, like, internet fans were like, eventually we're going to turn on Roman Reigns. Like, eventually it's going to happen. They're going to shove him down your throat. And last night was, like, the first ever real backlash of it where it was superstar of the year and everyone just went, wait, what, why? I don't think he deserves this. He's also still not good at talking. He's awful. Like, really bad. It's not not good. It is really bad. Yeah, I'm worried. It is offensively bad. I wonder if being a heel will be any easier for him. I want to... Say maybe. If he barely says anything. Are you guys sure? Okay, I'm sorry. Are you guys sure about this Shawn Michaels thing? Yeah. It was the last ever. What WrestleMania was it? I don't think it was at a WrestleMania, the more I think about it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. But it was during that run. Because I was like, I swear to God, I know every WrestleMania Shawn Michaels match, and there was only one versus. No, because 26 and 27 would have been Taker. Yeah. And 25, I think he had Flair. He had the retirement match with Flair or something. Who's got a better. Record at Mania, Jericho or Michaels? Because both the guys put over so many people. I think that Mike yeah, Jericho does. Jericho does? Okay. Yeah. I think Michaels has won like a handful, and Three most of them four, was yeah. when he was part of the Rockers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because like Jericho is like, I think he's like six and nine or six and 11 or something like that at Mania. I might be being too hard on it, Sean. We'll I don't know. Find out. I can remember a few now. Okay. Uh, main event, John Cena and Big Show. It was a John Cena and Big Show match that ended in DQ, surprisingly. Nobody cares. Nobody. There was an AA, though. Yeah, which uh, is still... Spot's been done to hell, but it's it's impressive watching someone giant get picked up. And... Yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins causes the disqualification. Uh, plants show with the attitude... Or no, yeah, he hits show with the attitude adjustment after he comes out. And then Rollins sets up a ladder, prepares to deliver a curb stomp from there. Ziggler rushes out, running, 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 yada, yada, same as the past two weeks. I'm not even going to get into it. Because if you've watched I was or listened to I our show much already tuned out over the point. past two weeks, it's the exact same ending that it has been. So there you go. Bring out all these players because 
there's only mediocre storylines for feuds right now. Which I kind of get, like, because you always have these little B shows, right? In between the A shows. Yeah. Like, Royal Rumble's your next big, your next big, big show that you're going to kind of rebuild some storylines for and everything, right? And I think as far as B shows go, this was kind of an okay way to do it. It was like, okay, you still got all these people who are pissed about the Survivor Series thing. They were going at each other. And we're going to say, instead of trying to build a all new feuds for TLC, just so you can build all new feuds for the Royal Rumble, they're like, you know what? Let's just, just make these guys like fight each other one-on-one now. Yeah. And it's like, okay, fine. Because what are you, What else are you going to do? You're going to build new storylines for TLC and then build new yeah, storylines for- Yeah, you're going to build for- a new storyline for three weeks worth of TV and one, of, one blow-off match. Mm. Good. There's another one for that counter. What did everyone right. rate this show? Oh, that's right. You got to do that. Uh, I'll give it a six. I'll go five. I'm going to go 5.5. All right. Let's do some predictions for the pay-per-view. That's happening apparently this Sunday. That me and oh, Lawrence this was a go home show. Caught me what? off guard. Yeah, yeah, and they're like this Sunday. I was like, thank God I don't have plans. It's real quick after Survivor Series, which I get. I mean, if you do it the Sunday after, that's the twenty first. That's a little close to Christmas. But. Yeah, whatever. Like, what if people aren't leaving on the twenty first for Christmas? Yeah, fuck them. Exactly. Uh, all right, predictions. Uh, okay. Uh, let's go, Warren. You're gonna write these down for yep. us. Okay. Uh, we'll go. You want to do the pre-show match? You bet. Sure. Uh, New Day versus uh, that's a Big E and Kofi of New Day. Okay. Uh, versus Goldust Stardust. I got New Day. I'm I'm gonna say New Day too. It's important. I don't think this match should come into play unless we need a tiebreaker though. Sure. This is not part of the pay-per-view. You do not have to pay for this match. Good. New Day for me as well. All right. Uh, Nikki Bella versus AJ Lee for the Divas Championship. Scotty. Squatro, Brando. Uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> t- I'm gonna take AJ. Wow. All right. I'm gonna go Nikki. Scotty. Fuck. Is it too early? Don't play the noise. It's not necessary. I was legitimately thinking about it. I used to do that all the time. Shawn Michaels is six and ten at WrestleMania. There you go. And Jericho is. I, I don't know. We'll find out. We'll find out. Okay. Um. Fuck. I really think, uh, is it too early to flip it back to AJ? Yeah, I do think that. I think Nikki Bella retains. That was a look into Scotty's mind. Good. The only one. I do say good a lot. Jesus Christ. <laughs> now you got me thinking about it, you fuckers. Well then. <laughs> uh, more Shawn Michael fun facts. He only won one WrestleMania as the Rockers. Oh. I thought he won more than that. Well, that's good. That's another good for you. What's the next matchup of the card? Uh, Miz and Mizdow versus Jimmy and Jay for the WWE Tag Team Championships. Miz, Mizdow retain. Yep. Too early to flip it off those guys. They're so hot right now. Yeah, I'll say Miz and Mizdow too. So. All right. Uh, Ryback versus Kane in a chairs match. Ryback. Me too. The big guy. I kind of want to change my Mr. Divas Dumbass pick Fuck. I agree. Ryback. I'm going to change my Divas pick too. Okay. Sorry about that, boys. I forgot who had the title. <laughs> <laughs> Good. All right. Next I one. had all sorts of Shawn Michaels stuff going on, and you know how I get when I'm thinking about Shawn Michaels. When you're thinking about Shawn, anything else. Uh, next, we got Eric Rowan and Big Show in a stairs match. I'll say Big Show for that one because the heels got to win one of these. Right? Yeah. I'm oh, I got the heels winning most of these, actually. I'm going to say Show. I'm going to say Big Red Rowan because he needs a win. These are tough, some of these. 
Yeah. Because like, I get you guys like a heel needs to win in some of these matches, but I really think that Rowan needs a pay-per-view win. Uh, Rusev versus Jack Swagger. I'm going to take Rusev. Scotty? I'm going to say we the people and choose Jack Swagger. Seriously? My goodness. Wow. Don't let him take it back. Wow. Lock it in. Yeah, that lock, is don't let him pull fox, a Brando. Fox call to make, but if it happens, well, I, I love I'm going to play the devil advocate so we're not all picking the same stuff every okay. time. All right. Because originally when, when Brando was like AJ, I was like, no, I'll play Bella then. So do you want to switch to AJ? No. <laughs> I want to win. <laughs> See, that was my plan: is to throw off Scotty's plan. Oh, mind game, Brando. I got Rusev as well. Okay, uh, Dean Ambrose versus Bray Wyatt in a TLC match. This one I think is real tough. This is a pick 'em, as they call them on the books. In, I'm going uh, in in the books. Going Ambrose. Scotty, I'm going Deaner on this one. Yeah, I gotta go Dean. All right. Shit, I was hoping we'd have some brace there. <laughs> Me too. Watch and then Wyatt wins and we'll all be like, fuck. Uh Cena versus Rollins in a table match. Cena. What's the stip on this too? If Cena loses, he loses yeah, he his loses number his one. No, winner is number one contender now, isn't it? No. Oh, he just loses it? Seth doesn't become it? No. He has his briefcase. Are we Cena across the board there? Yeah. Uh I don't know, actually. Cause I think this might be a plan to get do some last minute booking and get Lesnar a different opponent for the Rumble. Swerve. Okay. So, so you... I'm going to take Rollins. I'll take Rollins for that one. All right. In some greasy, greasy finish. I think that's, you know what? I missed one. Um, uh, Ziggler and Harper in a ladder match. That's right. For the IC title. Scotty. I'm going to take Harper. Me too. Me. Yeah, me too. <laughs> This, this is the first time that we've had really lame picks where yeah. we're all like, yeah, unanimous, unanimous. But at the same time, this might have had the most matches where I wasn't sure about. Like, normally I can go down half the card, if not a little bit more, and, yeah, and, and say, be like, that's right. going to be this guy, yeah. that's going to be this guy. There's like, even if eight, like if AJ wins, I'll be like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. And that's, I think, why we were looking at this pay-per-view and we're like, this card looks all right. Yeah, this card looks decent. I'm you excited nine for nine matches. Yeah, with a that's bunch of For only $9.99. a match. All right, that's the predictions. Um, next week is our one-year anniversary show. And the year-end show? Potentially. I don't think that we're going to be back. Until after the holiday season? Yeah, because I'm off work. So ho, like ho, ho, Sapod listeners. The third. You say that next week. Why are you saying that now? I'm, well, it's still the fa- I'm in a Christmas spirit, sir. You don't get to tell me when I'm not festive. Chris Jericho is four and eight. WrestleMania. What did I say Shawn Michaels was? Six He's and... 6 and 11, you said, or 6 and 10? They're both really bad at WrestleMania. <laughs> They're both really good at putting people over. All right. We do have an email from old trusty Ric Flair because we were talking about we're going to be doing our own little Slammies, but we got to think the of the Saddies. <laughs> yeah, sure. It's um, the Saddies. We, we asked for some suggestions. He wants to see Superstar of the Year, which I think is pretty mandatory. Non-WWE Wrestler of the Year. So Ooh, that's right, right up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> Does that include NXT? No, that's Shit. under the WWE branch. Shit. Uh, female Wrestler <sighs> of the Year, any company. Bubba Ray Dudley. Tag Team of the Year, any company. And Best Ring Attire of the Year. And, of course, Match of the Year. Best Ring Attire. Happy Holidays. From your boy, Ric Flair. Ooh. Rick was in the fe- holiday spirit. Nobody gave him shit. 
That's because Rick didn't know when we were doing our show. Yeah, maybe he won't email, email in next week. Although he should because I want him to send his picks for those categories. So, Rick, if you're listening. Yeah, or other Sapod listeners. Yeah. Tweet us or email us, sapod316 at yahoo.com. Your picks for those categories. All we, my picks are going to be in the WWE, including best superstar <laughs> not in the WWE. Including non-WWE <laughs> just say, wrestling. Just say Kevin Owens. Yeah. Who sure. technically was also in and out of WWE, WWE this year. I would accept that because he had a good <laughs> first half of the year. I'd be um, like, okay, Brenda. Wait, did you watch any of his matches? And Brenda just yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, Scott, of course. You know, so we'll, we'll whip up our categories have a final category before we record the podcast. We'll so post keep, them. Keep post an eye them on, on the Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Yep. At Sapod. And uh, then you can participate and make your picks as well. And maybe that will factor into who we pick. And maybe you could win no, a Saddie. No, We're uninfluenceable. No, you can't influence we me. We are the media. A Saddie? Is that what you call it? Yeah, the, the Saddies. Okay. It makes it sound like they're sad. Yeah, sad. We really got to say the t- Saddies. <laughs> And we idea. ever get t-shirts? That's old called. They're the sat tees. Okay, we've talked. All right, long the wrap it up. You follow, as I said, the uh, show on Twitter at SatPod. We uh, have our own Twitters. Myself at the Diesel Barris. I'm at ScottBox64. I'm at Brando1990. Brando does another podcast called the Manic Tank Podcast. It's about video games. If you like video games, give that a listen. At Manic Tank on. Twitter, again, you can send us an email, satpod316 at yahoo.com. Yesterday was a sad day in the music world. It's the 10-year anniversary of Dimebag Daryl's passing. So we're going to play a little Pantera on the way out. I picked this love because it's one of my favorite songs. Scotty, take us out. All right, guys. Till next time, keep on washing your clothes. Woo!
Yes. You kept the flag!